Hi, Samir and Samet here, and welcome to our F1 podcast. Today, we'll be reviewing qualifying and previewing the race for the 2021 French Grand Prix. Qualifying today was pretty chaotic, especially in Q1, where we saw two red flags. First, we saw Yuki Tsunoda again crashing out in Q1, bringing out the red flag. He brought out the red flag in Q3 in Azerbaijan last week, but today in Q in Q1... From what I saw on the replays, it looked like that into turn one, three minutes into the session, in turn one, he hit the curb too aggressively, lost the rear end, and just at that point, he went sailing and hitting into the barrier. And yes, yeah, as you said, he hit the curb, rear end stepped, and he lost it, basically. But one thing also about the curbs is that earlier this week, Many of the teams were complaining about the exit rumble, yellow rumble strips on the exit of the turn two curb. Apparently, like when cars go wide there, it does a lot of damage to their floors. And even we saw Max Verstappen lose a bit of his front wing. Yeah, and FP two, I think was it. He went over that piece, that piece of curb, really aggressively and lost a bit of carbon fiber. And we saw the new thing where now we can hear the race engineers talk to the FIA. We heard um, a mechanic at Red Bull ask um, someone from the FIA if they could retrieve the carbon fiber at the end of the session. Yes, Jonathan talking to Michael Massey. Oh, yeah. And now, back to qualifying. The first red flag was caused at just three minutes into the session. It was disappointing for Yuki Sonoda, who once again was lag- lagging behind the pace of his more experienced teammate, Pierre Gasly. Yeah, are we going to see something that's been happening at Red Bull the last two years, but at Alpha Tauri? Mm, yeah, good point. And now, looking on to ahead in Q1, we saw the second red flag being caused by Mick Schumacher, who also had a similar problem, but this time later in the lap. Yeah, he, in the post-race interview, he was saying that it may have been caused by wind blowing, and when he was turning into the corner, this wind blew the rear end and it stepped and he got more oversteer. And, but if you look at his onboard, he eventually hit the barrier, like, really slowly from what it seemed. Like, he, it looked like he stopped, but then all of a sudden he hit the uh, wall. Mm-hmm, but yeah, then again, on I feel like onboards don't capture the true speed of Formula 1 cars. Yeah, they don't. And technically, because of that red flag, they weren't able to finish their laps. And so technically, Mick Schumacher, for the first time in his Formula 1 career, got into Q2. Yeah, he did, but sadly he couldn't participate in it. Mm-hmm. And one big, one big sub- shock exit from qualifying in Q1 was Lance Stroll in the Aston Martin. Yeah, but well, he ran on his. He got his first lap deleted, I think, because of track limits. And then on the second lap, he ran into a lot of traffic, so he backed off because he thought he could get another one in, which is reasonable. Like there was plenty of time for him to get another one in, but of course the red flag caused him not to get a chance to put in that lap. That's the third race weekend in a row we've seen a red flag ruin someone's chance at going higher up the grid. Yeah. We saw it with Verstappen in Monaco and Azerbaijan, and now we're seeing it with Stroll in France. Yeah. And what? So basically, then after that qualifying, it was more or less 
just like smaller battles. Yeah, but especially Q three is where everything got really interesting. Especially uh, like then at the beginning of Q three, you saw like the times they had to chase. But Verstappen went quicker than Hamilton and Bottas. Which, by the way, Mercedes the Mercedes drivers have swapped swapped chassis this um for this race. Hamilton is using Bottas's previous chassis, and Bottas is using Hamilton's previous chassis. But it seemed like in Q one and Q two, both the Red Bulls, even uh, Verstappen and Perez, were doing really good. But then in the final lap in Q three, Verstappen was the first driver all weekend, I think, to put it into the one twenty nine one minute twenty nines. Hamilton was right behind him on the front row. Then Bottas was right there, but like during the lap laps, you could tell like it was between Verstappen and Hamilton, and then. Bottas and Perez were going at it with each other, and another thing is Bottas said that he was more comfortable in the after the chassis swap, so that could show some race pace on Sunday. Yeah, and it might there might be a chance of rain going into France, which would give some drivers really good advantage. But Perez, though, I I looked at the post race interview, like their qualifying reaction. And Perez said that during his lap on one corner, he hit the curb too aggressively. And so he felt like he lost a couple of tenths going into the straight. So he said that it was that kind of ruined his lap and he wasn't really able to gain that time back, which is why he's P4. But that's still like really good. He's been performing really well, especially after his win in Azerbaijan. Yes. And then in the end, we saw Verstappen put it on pole. With Hamilton right behind him, Bottas third, and as you said, Perez fourth. Yeah, Sebastian Vettel though, after his podium in Baku last time out, he failed to get into Q three, which is really surprising actually, because at least he's had the pace. I feel like to maybe have gotten ninth or eighth, maybe or tenth. He had that pace in practice. The McLarens didn't have that much pace in Q three. Norris was like eighth. And Ricardo was 10th. Yeah, so did the Alpines too. In practice, again, Alpine were looking like a solid, the solid third place team. Like the third place team this season has been like really out, uh, all over the place. In Bahrain and Imola, I would say it was McLaren, but definitely Monaco, it was Ferrari. Azerbaijan too, it was Ferrari and Aston Martin, kind of. And coming back here, it's now been like kind of Alpatari with Pierre Gasly because McLaren seem to be lacking the pace Aston Martin and Alpine are all lacking the pace yeah and Ferrari no Ferrari are actually doing pretty well actually and one yeah, thing, they're the third place team this weekend and one thing I was kind of expecting I was expecting Mercedes to be so much better this weekend and Ferrari like Ferrari and Aston Martin to be behind the pace that they showed at the street circuits because those were more high downforce, which the Mercedes car isn't used to. Like, it doesn't handle well at high downforce tracks, where the likes of Ferrari, McLaren, Aston Martin, Alfa Tauri do. So, obviously now, we're seeing those guys lack behind, because France is a high, high-speed circuit. Not as high-speed as Monza, but still definitely a high-speed track. It's got lots of straights, and... Basically, now, we've just seen Mercedes shoot right up 
whereas they ended Monaco and Azerbaijan on high on really low lows. Now they're high. While we've seen the opposite with the Ferraris and Aston Martins, they they're still in contention for points, but not as many points as in Monaco or Azerbaijan. Yeah. Now looking forward to the race, I think I saw like I noticed the commentators were talking about it too, and like I think Red Bull were acknowledging that Mercedes seemed to have more race pace, so it's gonna be really interesting to see what who gets off the line well tomorrow and who if Verstappen's able to keep the lead because like we saw in Spain, Verstappen like he initially got a good start, he kept the lead for a good long time, and um but then Mercedes had the race pace to eventually get past him. Yeah, we also saw that in Imola, except though Hamilton made a mistake and wasn't able to get past. Yeah. So, man, so who do you think is going to come out on top tomorrow? I really, that That is a pretty difficult question, I'd say. Red Bull and Mercedes look extremely close together. But I have a feeling Max Verstappen will be able to take it. One Max Verstappen or Sergio Perez, one of the Red Bulls. I feel like they have pace. Even though it seemed like Mercedes might have more race pace, I feel like Red Bull will be able to pull it out on the pit stops. You know, they have uh, like it, one of the best, if not the best pit crew. The best. Yeah, the best sub-two-second pit stops. I feel like they can pull out the pit stops, get their strategies right, and have the race pace. And as we know, Sergio Perez is notorious for his tire management. I feel like he will get the most out of those and eventually get everything they need to secure a win. Yeah, I feel like as much as as much as I want Max Verstappen to win, I feel like that Lewis Hamilton will win because Mercedes have consistently shown that on normal racetracks they're very strong, and they have to they seem to have the better race pace. So as much as I want Max to win, I just feel like Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes will somehow like take the win. Thank thank you for listening to our episode of this part. Our, this episode of our podcast and we hope you join us next time where we look at the race of the french grand prix thank you